0: All right, welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast Show. We've got a very special guest on the show today, music artist Brandon Red. How you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Glad to be on the show. Absolutely, man. Uh, for everybody watching this right now that hasn't um, heard of uh, any of his music, we're gonna play. We're gonna start off by playing one of his songs, and then after that, we'll uh, get into the interview. And by the way, this is uh, this is called. Uh, San Diego, uh go screaming on our platform. This is one of the first songs. I listened to multiple songs, but it uh, was it was the one that caught me. Uh that stuck out to you? Yeah. <laughs> All right, bet, bet, bet.
1: Yes. 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 Speeding through San Diego and in him for the sacrifice shit that I live for. If we got a night, at least we had a good one, huh? Oh yeah, we had a good one. On my way to Ocean Beach for some more fun. Talking about party favors and more shots. Hands on the waist, cause I can't help but touch. I just can't get enough. Is Five, six hours later and I finally arrived Bad little mommy meet me there with a smile The vibe always better when it's been a little while And tequila here harder when you wanna get wild take a step back. got I mean, we on this rooftop and I can get past the fact. I've been pushing through the pain just to get right here. Lost myself in more. That was just last year. Built me up again with a lot less fear. I see it all now. Raise my glass to cheer. Thought I'm only just a kid when I think of bigger scheme. Ever since the jit, I've been having this dream. World at my feet and my shorty by my side. Crank that bitch up cause we better take some. San Diego and in an for this type of high is the shit that I live for. If we got night at least
0: we had a good one. Yeah man, I like that man.
1: I, I appreciate you playing it, man. It's funny you picked that one uh, out of uh, all the ones I have. That's dope, dope. I because I, you know I, I don't. You, you listen to a couple. I kind of have an eclectic um, catalog of, of music. So uh, it's dope that you picked that one. Usually people go to like potential or uh, uh, Heaven Spice. Recently is a is a big one.
0: Yeah, I liked heaven spice too. Yeah,
1: yeah. So oh. no, nah, that was that was sick. That that was one of that's actually one of my favorite from my catalog. Uh San Diego. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Reason I like this song, cause uh way I think about it is, you know, especially in today's culture, you know, right. Everybody rapping about ops and you know, slack right, 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 and stuff right. like that. But when I I was just thinking about it from like a a music CEO perspective, I was like, you know. I, yeah, can, yeah. I can hear this song like in a movie, you know what I'm saying? Like right, a, right. Like a yeah. serious movie. it's yeah. so Very uh, marketable, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. You could play it across like multiple Most them, Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. That nah, is dope, man. Thank you for playing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll start from the beginning, man. Tell the people where you're from and how old are you?
1: Uh, so I'm from Miami, Florida, 28. I've uh, been doing music since I was 14, so very long time. Uh, I write, sing, rap, produce all my own stuff. Um, you know, kind of a one-man band, uh, more so from necessity rather than like me actually initially wanting to do every single aspect myself. You know, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, when I got started, I was just, you know, I was just a kid, you know, so. I didn't have, you know, resources to to buy a bunch of different kinds of beats and people charging crazy prices. So I just sat down one day and I was like, you know what? Let me, let me figure out how to do this like myself. So I can, you know, keep writing and then putting beats with it, you know, at a, at a rate that I was uh, coming up with, with songs. So that's kind of how that happened. But um, yeah, man, uh, South Florida native. I lived in Georgia as well, uh, in Atlanta. For, uh, for a hot minute, um, but, you know, 305 is home.
0: Absolutely. So yeah. uh, what's the first thing that uh, comes to mind when you think of Miami?
1: When I think of Miami? Oh, that's a good question. First thing that comes to mind, honestly, is like, the city, the, just the, it, it's a certain like, aura that that that's here that it, it's it's hard to describe um, unless you like felt it, because um, like I said, like I've been a lot of different places, and there's no place quite like Miami, if I'm being honest. Like when you get here, you just feel that like all right i'm in I'm in Miami right now. Right. like from the, from the 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 weather, the the skyline, you know, just the people, uh, just the stuff to do is just it's very fast paced but it, it always feels like you have all the time in the world at the same time. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So for anybody that never been to Miami, man, just kind of describe how it was uh, growing up as a kid slash teenager. Some of the, yeah. with the circumstances, a uh, African-American kid, you know, has to go through just growing up in Miami.
1: Right. So um, growing up here it was, it was really interesting. It's, it's It's different from places and I can, speak on this a little more because I I did live in Atlanta as well um, for part of my life. And I could see a clear difference in uh, terms of uh, coming up in both places. So like here, uh, there's a lot of different cultures, like in terms of people from other countries, just different backgrounds. So you're exposed to a lot of um, just different things and you you understand how to like communicate with, certain cultures and out to respect certain cultures. So that I think as a kid being from Miami, like you understand like, okay, I'm respect, respectful of this person's culture and the things that they have to offer. Um, and it's not weird, you know, like just because they're not from America, it's not weird. Like we're all like, this is a giant melting pot down here. So uh, it's just, you get to interact with these different cultures. and And at some point, like these other cultures that you may not be from, like it becomes a part of you because it's a part of the city. Like, it, you know, that's just kind of how how we grew up here. And then, you know, living in Atlanta, it's a little different, uh, uh, you know, it's very, um, very, I'm trying to see how to say this. It, it's very uh, old America, I feel like in a way of, you, know, you kind of just have your oh this kind of people over here this kind of people over here like sure there's a mix but it's not like how it is down here you know there's this you know certain charms about atlanta that i, I did like as well like you know the, the southern hospitality aspect is like you know everybody's kind of sweet uh and then uh very nurturing stuff like that so it, it's just two different two different uh lifestyles for sure but, uh, you know, I can see how they would appeal to, you know, uh, a certain person or, you know, something out here that might appeal to you more. But, yeah, but as for growing up here, um, yeah, just very, very mixed cultures, uh, getting exposed to different foods, lifestyles. Uh, party scenes, great. <laughs> you know, obviously, this is from my adult life. Party scenes is great. Um, and then in Atlanta, uh, Atlanta I have a deep love for because... That's where I discovered my passion for music, uh, with Atlanta being such a, a heavy, you know, music city. So um that's where I, you know, first learned how to produce. You know, I was writing my songs, uh, rapping. And uh yeah, I, my skill set in terms of music, I, I really it was fostered Atlanta, you know, in that great culture of um, you know, music and you know, Atlanta's very heavy on, on Black culture as well, which I loved. That was one of my favorite things about there. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it just helped with my, my grooming in terms of becoming who I am today as an artist uh, musically, you know, the technical side of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, here it uh, helps with me being able to make tracks like San Diego or Heaven's Spice where I can, like, pick these different flavors, throw them together and. Um, although I'm rapping on the track, like it it feels like, oh man, this this song could be played like in Europe somewhere, you know. So uh Miami and Atlanta, very special places to me. They helped me become who I am today and uh thankful for you know every experience I've had in uh, both
0: cities. Absolutely. So uh did you have a two parent household, any siblings?
1: Yeah, two parents, two siblings. Um, yeah, we you know. Very close family, a lot of love. They always supported my dreams and uh, pushed me even to this day to just keep going and uh, keep elevating in terms of music. Like never to be stagnant. Like keep pushing the boundaries and and you know really expending all of my creative uh, ability. You know not to get too complacent and comfortable with doing a certain style of music. Like you know taking it there and really you know, thinking more than just, oh, I want to be just the the best rapper, obviously, which I, you know, I feel like I'm the best rapper, obviously, like, if you're a rapper, you should feel that way, but um, just to think bigger than, like, okay, yeah, you can rap, but you can also sing, you can produce, you know, you're a complete artist, so, like, you know, take it there, like, try to be one of the greatest artists of all time, like, you know, so that's the mindset I go into when I when I'm making these songs uh, uh, just to not get too pigeonholed and, um, and rap because I just feel like I can do a lot more than you know just rap so that's why my music is uh, I said very eclectic you know still same tone uh, if you listen to all the songs you know they, they kind of fit together but um yeah I just try to you know do different stuff with it and, and make it exciting for the, the listener you know, and not give them the same shit that they always get on the radio, you know? So that's my big thing with that. Okay.
0: So yeah. uh, what type of activities you was into as a kid? Did you play any sports?
1: Yeah, so I uh, I played a little football. I never stuck with it, though. Uh, played some tennis. Uh, I was always very active, like, in school in terms of um, gym. And, and uh, we used to have this thing, like, where you could come in, before school started and like you know just be in the gym and just work out or uh just do activities at certain sports that we had going on or like we had this thing called texas battle ball it's like an extreme dodgeball but i would come in like early in the morning before class started uh i think it was like 6 a.m 5 30 something like that but in stupid early and then you know we'd just be playing in there then you got to shower up, get ready for class, and then you go the rest of your day and do your thing, you know. But, yeah, I was always pretty, like, you know, I enjoy a lot of competitive stuff because I'm a competitive person in general. So, you know, I always get a kick out of sports. I love anything that has to do with just competing. It's um, it's exciting for me, you know.
0: That's what's so up. Yeah. So as far as the – um. your your close circle family and friends, Uh, did you have anybody uh, growing up that was involved in the music business or were you the uh, first person to go down that route?
1: No, no. Actually, my mom, uh, she used to rap back in the day uh, down here. So she was a big part in like helping me figure out my voice when it comes to doing music in general. Like I remember when I first started, like I um, I would write these raps out and I would, I would wrap them in a way because I'm a, I'm a big, um, you know, I came up in that era where like Lil Wayne was the guy, you know, growing up. So I was writing my raps and I would always like write them as if I were Lil Wayne and, uh, she would come back. She'd be like, you sound like Lil Wayne. You gotta write it again. You gotta sound like you, you, you know, you're not Lil Wayne. So I just kept writing, kept writing, kept writing. And, um, you know, one day I, I rapped her this, uh, this song it was just a which ended up being the outro for my first project sports cars and broken hearts Uh, it's called letting them know i rapped that for um it's four minutes straight just me rapping over a beat that i produced and she said it gave her goosebumps so she was like oh you you got it now you got it so she was a a huge part like i said to me just even learning how to rap and and just find my style and, and and my voice and being comfortable with it you know, so yeah, she was the first one that um introduced me, what well, kind of helped guide me into, you know, music and, and and find myself with it.
0: Okay. So as far as growing up, man, like uh, who was some of your favorite artists growing up? I know you said Lil Wayne, so- uh, yeah, was Wayne was like it. Too? yeah, Wayne was there. Yeah, Wayne, Jay, Kanye, um,
1: love The weekend. I actually listened when I was really young, LL Cool J um, was a big one for me. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Singers, Usher, uh, Chris Brown, The Weeknd. Um, this band called The Neighborhood, one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of all over the place. Uh Drake, obviously, J. Cole, Kendrick. Um, Cuddy was a big one too for me at a point. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I enjoyed rap that like um Big Sean too. Big Sean was it was a good one. That was one I, I listened to a lot. But I, I just enjoyed a lot of rap that had bars, bars and like it was storytelling as well. You know, so throughout those artists I mentioned, like they they do that. They are they're really good at uh being able to deliver a great song while storytelling and or uh you know giving us some some quality bars, cause you know, that's, that's why we come to rap is one of your bars, you know? Um, so yeah, I would say those guys are, are some of the ones that come off the top of my, my head, uh, that have influenced me.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Brandon, uh, Red, is that your real name as far That's or- my stage name. Uh, so where did that come from?
1: So, uh, Brandon, obviously my first name, um, Red is a color that uh, represents love and war. And I feel like that's something that we all deal with uh, externally and internally. So um, that's why I did the two Ds, just to kind of make it a little different than just brand of red. But uh, yeah, I just feel like it's something we all deal with. So uh, in my music, I talk about a lot of that. Everything I talk about is just life experiences that I've been through. So, um, and as you can see, like here from my my catalog, like talking about love, I'm talking about, you know, trials and tribulations I'm, I'm dealing with. So, you know, that kind of sticks within that, um, the ideology of, of red, you know, representing that. Like it could be the more lighthearted side or it could be the like, man, I'm, I'm going through it, you know, and I'm trying to battle my way through these things that are, that I feel like they're in my way or that I'm trying to overcome. So yeah, that's where we get Brandon Red from.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, as far as uh, take me back to that time, man, when you went to a record studio for the first time. First was, time. But <laughs> was it was it kind of rough for you to catch on, or what did you? Was it easy?
1: Nah, it was growing pains. It was growing pains for sure. So actually, the first time I recorded was in one of my uh, my dad's friend's um, houses because. One of my dad's friends was a producer, and um he had a little studio set up. So we tried recording it there. And you know, I was trying to, I just kind of getting the feel for it. And I'm like, ah, okay. So when we got the final product from it. I didn't really like how it sounded. So, uh, you know, we ended up finding a studio that was. Uh, I worked with an engineer named Adam. Adam in uh in Atlanta, really really incredible guy. He. He was a big part in me like kind of getting comfortable in the studio as well he was a great engineer um i don't know if he's still doing it up there but um yeah that when i started recording with him that was when i really started like getting my feet wet and like understanding okay this is how i sound when i do this with my voice or um if i do it with this much that makes the verse sound this much better like i was i would say that time period of me uh, recording was really me just figuring it out and like, you know, I had already kind of found my voice, but finding your voice in the studio is a lot different than like me just rapping. Like right now, like out loud, just, you know, you can hear it, but when you hear that shit back <laughs> coming to the speaker, you're like, Ugh, I don't like how that sound, you know? So, uh, yeah, that, that was a, a big point in my life where, you know, just finding finding out who I was as an artist and with the things I like to do on tracks. Uh, But I I feel like every engineer that I've worked with, um, well, most have kind of like helped with um, the process of me being comfortable in the studio because every engineer's vibes are are different. You know, some people, you you just, like it's cool to record with them. They just kind of hit record and then they let it do its thing and they stop it. And it's not really that uh, uh, transactional in terms of them giving their feedback, and then you know you kind of giving your feedback on what you think they could do in terms of uh, you know making the vocals sound cool, um, because you got to have engineers that are like open to that stuff too. So um, yeah, I've, I've had some engineers that have really helped with me understanding the studio vibe and and what vibe I like to record in to, to get the best product out of myself. So um yeah, yeah, uh my engineer now is really great, Jimmy Starr. Um that yeah, we do a good job together. You know, he's he's a beast with with you know, taking my vocals and and you know, making me sound good. You know, I try to come in and do my, my best obviously, but you know, he uh he goes in and and, and really uh makes it all come together uh to, to you know, create songs that I have out now, uh, like San Diego. So, um, yeah, shout out to all the engineers, man. They don't get enough love.
0: Absolutely. So uh, when would you say you had the confidence to know you really can pursue music? Uh,
1: I, I would say I got the confidence really when I was, because I started at 14, I was kind of get my feet wet. I would say around... Like 16, 17, I knew I'm like, all right, I could, I can, I can do this for real. Um, because by that time I was I was producing all my beats, writing all my stuff, obviously, and then really getting into it. And um I just it was coming easier to me. And uh, obviously this, I still learn to this day different techniques and stuff to implement in my music. But at that point, I was like, damn, okay. It's, it's, I'm catching on to this stuff fairly quickly. And a lot of it was self taught in terms of me learning how to play uh, certain keys and chords and notes and stuff like that, and just making it mesh on a track. So I think around that age, 16, 17, I was like, all right, you know, I could, like, I could make a living off of this for real. You know, I always, like, I never go into things like and this, is the kind of person I am. I never go into things thinking I can't do something. So I, I, it's hard for me to say, like, you know, I, when I, even when I first started doing it, like I didn't think, oh, maybe I could be this guy. Cause I did like, I really was like, you know, I'm going to put my mind to it and, and get it done. You know, that's just who I am as a person. I, if I put my mind to something and I'm like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be that guy. Then, you know, I usually uh, do all I can to to make sure that happens, you know? And here we are today, uh, 14 years later, still, still rocking. So, you know, um,
0: determination man. that's just what i'm all about staying staying with it absolutely man so um are you independent right now yeah fully in, fully independent right now okay and uh would you assign uh, to a major if it made sense
1: yeah if it made sense for sure um i i still think there's a um uh, a need for a label depending on I take that back. So it, it, it depends on what route you want to go in musically. You know, like there's some people that they like the independent grind and um, not to say they don't like it, but they enjoy the independent grind. They like the the, the creative freedom, uh, more money coming in their pocket and stuff like that. And um, just the independent lifestyle, you know, you have a label over you saying, oh, we need this by this deadline, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, if you like that that's awesome. Independent is the way to go. Um, for me personally, I love, I love the independent grind. I think it builds a lot of characteristics that will be needed for when I do sign, you know, and, um, because after you get signed, it just doesn't end. Like you just don't stop, you know, doing the things that I'm doing now. You're supposed to like multiply it by 10, you know, and, and, and take it there for real to, uh, really have your, your, your product, your brand, you know, be on a different kind of level. Like I want to be Um, you know, worldwide and and have my face on like everything when it comes to music. So, uh, independently, I'm sure it's possible the legwork that it would take to do it as, you know, a small group of people doing it, you know, it's probably going to be extremely, extremely exhausting. Um, so for me, it's like, I don't mind signing with a label because I know where I'm trying to take my brand. Um not just, you know, with music, uh, you know, with movies, stuff like that, because uh, I, I'm an actor as well. So for me, it, w- it works better to be on that grand scale of, you know, that a major label could put you on, um, you know, because I think, I, I think you know, with my brand, I think it will be better suited for that kind of platform. Um, and I think I would get the most benefit out of it, and, you know, compared to maybe somebody that's more independent and they want to just kind of stay in that lane, you know, uh, because somebody coming in independent doing that and trying to do the major label thing, it might not work, you know, and it might tarnish their brand uh, at the end. So um, yeah, I just think for me signing with a major uh, is something I would definitely be open to if it made sense. And um, yeah, when that time comes, you know, we'll sit down with lawyers and, and, you know,
0: Get the paperwork right and get it done. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, take me through your process now, man. Um, how often you be going to the studio to record right now?
1: Yeah. So I actually got a <laughs> studio here in my crib. Uh, I mean, you don't see it, but all this is a bunch of shit set up in front of me. But um, uh, yeah. I, I you know I make my music here. The microphone's right here. Um, I go to the big studio when I'm ready to like really. You know, lay everything down, get it mixed and mastered. Because I, I don't mix, mix and master, but um, I produce, and uh, you know, I know my way around the, the boards. So, uh, what I'll do is, if I'm writing a song, you know, it can go both ways. I could write the song first, or I could start with the beat. These days, I'm usually starting with the beat first, and then I'll write the song that uh, kind of fits it. I, I just gotta get a vibe from the music, and it just kind of guides me to where I need to go with the song. So I'll start it here you know, make it in its entirety. And then I'll record it here as well, just to get the idea of like, how I wanna rap certain things, sing certain things. And um, once I kind of have that concept together, then I'm like, all right, cool. Let's take it to the big studio. We record it and, um, you know, and, and and usually it comes out, it comes out money, you know. It's a lot of preparation that goes into what I do before I get to the actual, you know, big studio with an engineer. You know, I just I take it very seriously. So I want to make sure, you know, it's right when I go in so that it's even more right when uh, when we all said and done with it, you know.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Take me back to that time, man, when you uh, dropped dropped your first project to the public, when you first started doing music, when they heard your music for the first time, man, because, you know, it's different. Yeah, the snippets and stuff for family members and friends, but with yeah, people yeah. that you don't know, listening to it, you know, uh, for the first time and giving you those good reviews, man, how w- was the city embracing you when you first started putting music out? Yeah, so um,
1: when I first started putting music out, I actually had a uh, but that, let's see, this was before all the streaming stuff, um, but I had a track, called wonder girl that was my first song i ever made and um it was a girl song you know very uh very you know early 2000 vibe uh and when i when i made it and i was sending it out to people they're like oh okay this is this is a dope song you know this is now you know they kind of they were fucking with it a little bit um that song still holds a special place in my heart just because you know that was the first one but when i i got on uh when sports Cars and broken hearts came out when i officially released like that project that was my first like you know that shit's everywhere um that one got received pretty well by the people and um but at that time i didn't really have a uh you know a huge fan base or nothing like that like i'm you know that was just me first putting something out like i made a whole project and i was like all right cool 10 song project here y'all take a listen you know um but uh yeah, people people liked it a lot. Uh one of the ones that really stuck out to people was called Regrets on on Sports Cars and Broken Hearts. That was a pretty pretty popular one that um that people enjoyed. Um so yeah, I think when that project dropped, it was it was like, okay, cool. You you do music, you you're actually like you're actually rapping, you're like you're not, you know, doing no no bubblegum shit. So I think that kind of let introduce people to who I was as an artist, um, and then over the years, you know, I just kind of built upon that, and you know, here we are today. Um, I'm, I'm able to do, you know, different stuff with my music, and it's not like jarring to people, you know, because they kind of over the years they, they expect like, oh, okay, Brandon be doing that different, different shit, you know. So, yeah, I, I think people were fucking with it initially, but I, I think now for sure. Uh, people really, they, they really be vibing with it. Um, so I'm just thankful for all the love and support that I, I get from anybody that listens, shares, or, you know, just, just has my, my stuff
0: on their playlist and, and, and rocking with it throughout the day. Absolutely, man. Uh, have you done any shows yet?
1: Yeah. 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 I actually got a show coming up, uh, April 19th. And I gotta look at the address again. It's, it's in Miami. Uh, so a new place that I never performed there before, but, uh, That'll be coming up. I'll be posting more about that on my, my story, like when I get the flyers and stuff for it. But April 19th, um, I'm going to try to have some more set up. Um, that's where we're in the process of right now. Me and my team is like just trying to get more shows lined up because we got a lot of new music coming out this year. Um, so yeah, April 19th will be the for, next, the, for sure the next one because it's locked in already, you know, and I'll be doing my thing. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. That should be a lot of fun. I'm going to be performing Heaven Spice there for the
0: first time. So that would be that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, I can feel that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so you've been uh, staying in Miami yeah. and staying in Atlanta, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, just describe, describe both the music scenes in both cities and describe, you know, the local artists, you know, as far as in both cities, do they collab or do everybody mind their business? You know, how how does it go?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll start with Atlanta because that's where I first started doing music. Um, music scene is is, is uh, really strong in Atlanta, like super strong. Like, um, so I think the thing with Atlanta, if you know the right people that, that can like get the right ears on your stuff, you'll be all right. Um, people are really big on collaborating in Atlanta. In Atlanta, like you, you know, they if they fucking with your, your your stuff. You know, they'll they'll be like, all right, you know, come to the studio vibe out with you. Um, it's been a while since I've been up there, so I can't speak on it right now, um, but I, that's just at least for, you know, when I was up there, like, it, you know, everybody was just, Atlanta was popping, like, you know, the, the music seemed to jump and, you know, Future was doing his thing, still is, but, you know, that initial uh, introduction of him to to the A was crazy. When Doug was was there, first coming out, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, it was it was a, it was a dope scene, uh, but like I said, if you you know you have to definitely know the right people to be able to get ears on your stuff up there. And um, as far as down here, it's a little different um, because it, I don't think people look at Miami as like a mecca of music right now. Like you know, when when you think of Atlanta, you think, oh, okay, yeah, you got Migos, Future baby little baby uh you know all all them dudes you know so when you think about down here you know you got a few you got city girls rick ross um you know trip comes to mind uh kodak of course you know it just it's just certain people that you you think of it's not like a, a widespread like you could have a whole giant list of 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 artists you know that immediately come to mind um but uh yeah i, I think down here is more so you really 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 got to know the right people down here to to even crack in somehow you know uh it is a very cool music scene in terms of like and like i said that what i'm talking about right now is like on a major scale like cracking into that and being like known across the country or whatever but in terms of the actual music scene itself like i think it's pretty cool because you have a, we have a lot of dope artists down here that um, that are doing their thing and they have great music. Like, I, I, I wish that uh that more eyes were on Miami in terms of finding artists and like, you know, getting them and really developing them and bringing them up because we got some talented people down here, like singers, rappers, producers, all that, you know? And I feel like uh, Miami artists don't get enough shine, you know, at least the ones that are on the come up. I, I don't feel like they get as much shine as like artists on the come up in Atlanta, you know? Like they, if, if somebody started bubbling there, like it just, everybody just reaches, reaches down, picks them up, boom, 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 he heat the heat next up, you know? I feel like here it's very, um, like you gotta, you gotta grind for everything you want, like down here, like you gotta really, really grind. And just, it's like a mix of grinding hard and then luck to, to really make it out of here as, um, as an artist in terms of just making it in the city Without having to like go somewhere else and then, and then making it and come back, but yeah, I would say that's those are like the key differences um, between both music scenes. But uh, both have, have been very instrumental in like you know helping me helping me get like tough skin with it because you hear a lot of nos before you hear any yeses. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, thankful for both scenes. They they they've contributed a lot to to my growth. So. Uh, you know, that's just the business, you know, it is what it is, but it's up to us as artists to overcome that and, and show people like why we're supposed to be what we think we're supposed to be. You know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, do you got any artists on your hit list that you want to uh, work with that you ain't not uh, work with yet?
1: Oh, like my dream, dream collabs right now.
0: Or just collabs in general. It don't have to be big. Artists. Oh, big okay. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, honestly, when you said it, the first thing that came to mind is the weekend. I just I really enjoy his music, so that I think we could make a fire a fire song, like just his vocals, you know, probably on the hook, you know, and then me lacing the verses, and then I would want to make the beat as well because I feel like I just knowing his style, knowing my style, I feel like I could just make it, I could make it mesh real real well. Um, but yeah, I would probably say Weekend off the top of the head. And then I would want to do a song with
0: uh
1: Actually a, a few, so I would want to do something that was like more Miami, uh, geared towards Miami, right? So I don't know, do something like how Cali used to do back in the day where, you know, he would get all the artists together and put them on one track. I think that would be dope as hell. We did something like that down here again. Uh, Just get that feeling back, just like yo, this is Miami, you know, something like that would be cool. But um, yeah, off the top of my head, those are two. I got a obviously a long list of people I want to do a song with, but yeah, weekend off the top, off the top of the dome, right now.
0: Absolutely, yeah. All your fans, fans, and followers out there, man. uh, What's the things you like doing in your spare time when you're not doing music? I do music.
1: Uh, so most people well people that know me they know uh so i love like comic book stuff like comic book movies superhero stuff so i'm really into like the marvel dc so usually you'll probably catch me you know catching up on shows or or watching those movies um reading those comics uh star wars like i'm i'm a super like nerd when it comes to stuff like that uh that's some of my favorite shit to do um also, you know, I, I enjoy I enjoy a good party. I will say I, I you know, I like to go out and have fun. Uh, you know, it works that I'm in Miami. It's a lot of stuff to do. So, yeah, I'm I'm a social person. Uh, enjoy going out to different restaurants, different clubs, lounges. You know, just checking out vibes. Uh, yeah, but, that. Uh, yeah, most of the time my free time I'm chilling. Like I said, you know, either making music or, uh, you know. Catching up my my superhero stuff and just being a nerd and I'm a gamer too. I play I play online a lot. Uh, you know I do the Fortnite, Warzone, Overwatch. Uh, what else? I just got into GTA. I know I'm late as hell, but right. got into GTA online. Yeah, but yeah, love gaming as well, man. Like, for so for the most part, I guess I'm probably at home. You know, doing music, gaming, watching shows, or you know just working on personal stuff. I need to get back into going heavy because I, you know, I love working out, but I haven't uh, been, on, been on it as much as I should be.
0: Absolutely. So uh, what are your short and long term goals? What do you want to accomplish?
1: Uh, short term, I would say, I would say uh, line up these shows that I got to do what well, that I would I would like to do and uh, leading up to like summertime because uh, I guess it's a long term goal we could do it it's kind of short but long but um, I would love to perform at Rolling Loud uh, Miami you know so I kind of want to line up these performances and you know get the get my name really popping you know so it's like in people's memory you know as they see the flyers and stuff like that and like oh shit, okay maybe I get invited to you know perform it real and loud so that would be dope to to perform it real and loud and you know another one is short term is just get out this music that i got i got some fire tracks that just sitting on this hard drive right here that i'm mm-hmm. waiting to put out um but heaven spice was the first of those that the the lead off the year and it's doing pretty good uh great response from people that, that have listened to it and um yeah i, I would say short term is get out the music set up some shows long term Perform at Rolling Loud in the summer, um, and even longer term than that, just really uh, get the eye of of you know people that want to be a part of this this journey that I have going, because I do believe I'm going to be one of the biggest artists in the uh, in the industry one day. So, uh, but you know, and that happens with a, a village of people, you know, helping that out. It's, you know right. there's only so much I could do as, as you know a single artist. So um, just meeting the right people that can uh, help me get to that point um, you know, on top of the things I'm already doing right now. Mm-hmm. So that would be the long term goal is just you know achieving that that feat of, of being considered one of the the greats in the industry, one of the go-to guys to you know get your get your music from, you know, somebody to write your song for you or or whatever. you know, just want to be one of the, those household names
0: you Know absolutely so yeah. besides dropping, uh, doing more shows this year, mm-hmm. and um, what else do you got coming for uh, 2023?
1: So, I'm actually, uh, uh, I'm a part of this uh short film um that we're shooting this month. We uh, we've been doing table reads and walkthroughs and everything, getting the shot list together, mm-hmm. uh, and um. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. It's gonna be a cool, like, it's like a vampire short film. So, um, yeah, super excited. My character is Patrick in the in the in the script, and uh, we shoot towards the end of this month. Um, so, yeah, that that's coming up. I'm really excited for that, and I think the premiere for it is gonna be sometime in June. So, um, yeah, that'll be something that uh, I'll be posting about on my my my. Page my pages as well to kind of promote, but yeah, not just the music thing, but I'm also you know going to be in that and preferably other short films as well uh, or projects this year. I'll be a part of. You know, we got a, uh, the crew that I'm working with; they're they're really awesome. Um, close friend of mine, Marvin, he uh, invited me to you know read the script uh, and then and, and take on the role and. Uh, You know, I just want to do a really good job for him. And hopefully we can keep working together and and making some good stuff because it's going to be a fun one.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. That's dope. So uh, as far as... um, um, I like asking people this question. It's a legacy Mm -hmm. question. So uh, how how do you want people to perceive you?
1: I would like to be perceived as... um, an artist that, like connects with people in terms of, like when you listen to my stuff, I want you to be able to like put yourself in a space where you're like, yo, I can really connect with this. Like I, I've gone through this this similar thing. Like I wanna be perceived more so as like somebody comes to listen to my stuff because they know they can relate to it. It's not just fucking bitches getting money. Like, you know, mm-hmm. cause you can't always relate to that. Cause you're not always doing those two things. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I just the everyday, like, you know, like I said, even with San Diego, I'm rapping about stuff like that i actually been through. Like, you know, hopping off the the plane on a flight there, you know, up with a beautiful girl, you know, we, we having a good time, stuff like that. Like, you know, that's stuff that people can like really connect with and understand like, yo, I actually did some shit like that. You know, it might not have been San Diego, but maybe it was, you know, we went to Denver or something or whatever, I don't know. But I would want to be uh, perceived as an artist that you can relate to, you can, uh count on for good music, and just somebody that like, you know, is genuine in terms of of what I put out, like being on brand and not uh, steering too far out of what I am and who I am, Um, you know, just somebody that's authentic. Uh, You can have a good time listening, whether you're partying, uh, in your feelings or whatever, like you can count on me for like some solid tracks that can kind of be like the soundtrack to your life. You know, and uh, yeah, I just want to be remembered as one of the greats, perceived as that, and uh, yeah, and just and do my job and giving back to the next generation of artists that will come up. You know, because I, I know one day I'll, I'll you know my time will be up. So you know, it's, it's I feel like it's a um, responsibility to the the artists that are big now to kind of reach back and you know pull up the the next the next generation because you know you won't be able to do it forever. You know, so you gotta pass it on, you gotta pass the torch. So I think uh, yeah, just somebody that that has respect for the game, understands it, gives uh, great music that you can relate to, and then you know, just kind of fostering that that culture of let's pull the next man up. Like he's you know, he's ready to do his thing, or she's ready to do her thing, you know, and just I guess a community a community guy, uh the people's the people's champ, I guess, is what I wanna be known as, you know, somebody that you can really look up to, you know, not saying I'm perfect or anything like that, but you know, I'm just a man doing the best he can. And I want to, you know, put out the best product I can to everybody.
0: Absolutely. I can feel yeah. that. So uh, yeah. give me your Mount Rushmore, man. Give me your top five, uh, most <laughs> okay. influential uh, artists.
1: Most influential, almost influential artists. Sorry,
0: right. I thought you about to say best rapper. I was like, damn, I
1: hate when I get asked this question. Um, all right, so we we doing most influential artists off rip. Michael Jackson got to do Michael Jackson because that's
0: you know that's Mike. Uh, Michael Jackson, and what we're saying to you, not just like a generic. Oh, essence. generic,
1: okay. To, oh, so you are asking then, uh, like top, top four, then technically.
0: Wow, wow. Well, I, I do about Rushmore's Moore's as far as okay. All right,
1: so yeah, we do an influential to me. I'm gonna say Kanye, Lil Wayne. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm going my roots. I'm gonna say Chris Brown. Mm, that last one,
0: that's always the one. We got two more. Two more?
1: I thought the worst one was four, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it's four, but I will do five.
1: Oh, you do five? Okay, okay. Uh, all right. So then, are we doing that, so uh, what I said:
0: Jay Kanye, Chris
1: Wayne, Chris Brown, uh, Chris Brown. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put. Obviously, Jay. Last one. I'll put Drake in there. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's a solid five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was tough. <laughs> that, was, that was tough. Yeah, somebody yeah. will always get left out, man. I know, because I'm like
1: thinking, I'm like, damn, what about that person? Because ah man, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with that one. That one's a solid one. They kind of cover all bases. Yeah, yeah, I rocked rock that one. That's a solid, that's a solid five. You know, that's a solid five. We'll go with that one.
0: Absolutely. So, closing remarks, man. uh, Anything else you want to let the people know that you got going on, and let people know how they can keep up with you on social media and things like that?
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, it's gonna be a big year. Uh, You know, last year we had a a, a nice, a nice uh, run with the music. Uh, So this year we want to just build on top of that, right? So, um, releasing more music, obviously, more music videos. uh, I'm gonna be in acting projects as well. Um, and then hopefully, you know, more more podcasts like this, uh, interviews, publications, things like that. just getting my face out more. So people will be seeing a lot more of me. I'm, I'm very, very active on social media now. Uh, and um, yeah, for all updates on things I'm doing, projects I'm working on, uh, you can follow me on all social media at BrandonRed305. And that's red with two Ds, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, R E D D 305. Uh, like I said, you can find me on all social media at that. I actually have a web as well, BrandonRed305.com. Um, so yeah, any any you know, any updates will be on those platforms uh, about me. And uh yeah, just you know, like I said, we're just working this year, we're just getting out the music. Uh the next single I have coming out um, is going to be a, a really, really good one. Heaven Spice was, you know, the one that's out now that's really doing uh, well. Y'all should go check that out on all streaming platforms. But uh, next one I got is, it's going to be a, it's going to be a hot one. It's going to be a hot one. The title of it is ABC. So, uh, you know, I've never, I haven't said anything about that to anybody. So this is here first. Uh, next one's going to be ABC. Uh, I think y'all going to enjoy it a lot, but uh yeah, more music, more shows, um, just more me out in the public being social, you know, really showing my face. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really down to earth. So any messages that I get, you know, I I typically respond. I try my best to like respond to everybody that comments or tries to DMs, you know, obviously it's a lot. So (laughs) sometimes I miss some, but, uh, yeah, I'm 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 super open, you know, if y'all if y'all want to reach out to me, let me know what you think about the songs or want to work uh just hit me up and uh we, you know, we'll work it out. But like I said, Brandon Red 305, Red with 2 Ds. Check me out on everything.
0: Absolutely, man. I appreciate yeah. you uh coming on the podcast and anytime you want to come on, you can come on anytime. I'm no, just for sure, man. I appreciate I'm do it just do interview, I talk about real topics for two as far as like uh police brutality relationships child support uh right kid out of 18 years old you know stuff that i know yeah, come across at some point in their life you know right
1: yeah man I, hey listen i i appreciate you having me on seriously that was um you know any 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 time somebody reaches out to me and it wants to you know do podcasts or work like i appreciated that um that's a big uh like compliment to to I guess to actually want to, you know, have it sit down and have this conversation with me. Like I, you know, much appreciated. Much appreciated. You know, it doesn't go uh without me being honored and grateful to be on the show. Cause uh, you know, you have a dope platform. You have some uh some dope guests that come on. And I'm just you know honored to be one of the ones now.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. And yeah. uh I appreciate all my supporters. So we almost had 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. I appreciate yeah. everybody supporting podcasts. podcast. Uh, top 30% on Spotify. Yeah. Um. Be on the lookout Uh, for big interviews dropping soon. Got PBE Pluto. He's the biggest okay. artist on mobile. You okay. NPR Richie interview dropping soon. We got Trips. Yeah, so so yeah. We got so that okay. Got Trips C, trip C dropping in May. With uh, that's NBA Young Boys and Quando Rondo's producer, he's one of their producers. Yeah, oh, we got Younger MH, he's one of the biggest uh artists coming out of New York right now. Yeah, and uh, um, I'm trying to think of the other one. Oh, uh, Freeway Ricky Ross, that's company good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now
1: you got some nice ones lined up, man. Some nice ones lined up, and your boy Brandon Red, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. But, man, like I said, I appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. I, I love what you're doing with your podcast. Keep grinding. Keep doing your thing, man.
0: For real. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, you have a good night, bro. Yeah, you too, man. Right.
1: Peace out, y'all.